Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Glam Mirror. Hi, I'm Dr. Tavisa Mir, and you are joining me for Glam Mirror. I am a cosmetic dermatologist here to uplift, inspire, educate, and talk about all things beauty from the skin to the soul. This is Glam Mirror. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Glam Mirror with me, Dr. Tavis Amir. And I'm here with Cyrene Tankard, who is the baby of the Tankard family, the gorgeous young lady who is coming into her own on the show. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. So I, we have really got to watch you kind of evolve since the show started a few years ago. Um, and you are now a young woman in college, and you're coming into like this experience of reality TV. Mm-hmm. Is it harder now than it was when you started with your show? I wouldn't say that it's harder now. I say that before I was kind of careless in the platform that I was given, and I wasn't really just in tune with it. And now it's like, okay, this is kind of serious. Like this could, you know, turn into something. This is season three. So it's almost like you had a realization. Yeah. This is your th- How old were you when the show started? The I was like 17. 17. Yeah. Junior going into senior year. Okay. I'm really glad cameras weren't on me when I was 17. <laughs> I real. know, right? Yeah. I know. It's like a lot of pressure, but um, a lot of pressure, but I feel like it helped me to develop and it helped me it, it forced me to develop it made it. you grow up faster yeah and and have tougher and tougher skin because people definitely don't don't play now i mentioned early on that you were the youngest of mm-hmm. everybody and i think that that's important to, for people to know because does that put extra pressure on you being the youngest to have to or is it less pressure like people leave you alone mm, no i would say that my mom definitely holds me to a higher standard and i feel like my siblings kind of hold me to a higher standard Why? as well because i feel like i was able to grow up in the house from you know the foundational years yeah. so it wasn't i don't have the excuse of oh you know um i only have one parent or you know my mom is out doing this or that it's no like you have a different you know familiar familial stuck structure mm-hmm. so you have to adhere to that right i get that what about in school you're in school mm-hmm. and um i think that we don't realize how bullied you can be when you're in school. Did you ever experience any of that? Yeah, you know, I mean, I ha- bully is a strong word if you don't feel like it's bullying. But were you teased? Were you made fun of? Or how did that work? Um, yeah, I would more so say like in elementary, middle school. But that's just because I was at like a private school. It was you know predominantly. But white. once the show started. Oh, once the show started, yeah. I mean, people had stuff to say. They'll be like, "Well, I don't really like your show," or "My mom doesn't like your show," but I thought it was okay. And it's like they just, you know, felt like it was okay to voice these opinions that I wasn't asking for. And I was just kind of like, okay. You said something really funny about that on an interview, and I thought it was hilarious. 
Oh, wait, which, which one? Oh, well, when you I... responded, and I'm going to, I need to say it because I loved how well you said it. You said, oh, well, how was your show? Oh, yeah, I'm KTLA. <laughs> I did. I did do that. I'm like, yes. And I said, I have not seen your show. So. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure how your show is. <laughs> but, you know, the thing about being in the public, and um, another reason I like to have you on is because you're younger mm-hmm. and you are experiencing the worst. Because really, when you put yourself out there like that, you're putting yourself in a position where people feel the need that they can just say whatever they want to you very true and at your stage in life you know you're there could be some insecurities mm-hmm. that you have that if other girls are listening how would you tell them you handle it um well I feel like it's really really important to be in tune with yourself especially in these young years these are your selfish years mm-hmm. is what I always tell myself and people will always have something to say especially when you're on TV especially when you're on Mm -hmm. TV but my thing is I mean Beyonce said it best revenge is your paper I mean a lot of people say what who who cares what people say you just keep getting better Mm -hmm. you know and sometimes it does get to you but it can't stay with you yeah that's what's important it can't stay with you don't let it resonate you know get it out of your system get that negative energy out and then you know move on this is what somebody told me when I um, kind of was asking them about the same thing. They were on a high-profile show, and I thought it was interesting. They said, you know what? None of that negative commenting that you read on Twitter is real. Also, the positive isn't real either. And so you have to look at it both ways. You can't let that positive make you get to you. Get to, you can't be so offend, affected by people saying all these great things about you because that's not real either. Right. I mean, it's nice, but it's not real. What do you think about that? I, I completely agree. I feel like... In it's great to be loved, it is, but that's also what you can't focus on. Like, and and this is what I apply to my life as well. I'll be like, I acknowledge the progress and I acknowledge the growth, but I never stay there because it's like, okay, now you need to keep going. Mm-hmm. If like what I said, um, the premiere of the show, which was Sunday, yes, we're I said talk about that. Tonight is not celeb- celebratory. Mm-hmm. Tonight is an incentive to work harder. Yeah, oh, you that's know? good. So it's really just like okay let's keep evolving let's keep going what else can we produce what else can we cultivate and push out it's not about sitting here and basking in the love or hate I know and also you're only as good as your last show it's the truth like you're only as good as the last thing you've done and when you start resting on that as like your foundation for everything else in life you're going to be done Mm. you know people don't understand the behind the scenes of TV is that you are not guaranteed another episode maybe you all are because you guys are fabulous but (laughs) I'm saying the average person you're not guaranteed just like you're not guaranteed tomorrow morning that's how TV is and so these people that make the mistake of waiting for the show to hit to mm-hmm. do something you have a platform right right and at such a young age and um, I hope you don't get offended that I'm calling you young but no. love it while you have it's the it because <laughs> <laughs> when people call me young I'm like why thank you but um, you know like it's just at that point where you can really be stupid about it mm-hmm. or you can use it as a platform what mm-hmm. platform do you want to use it for um, I <clears throat> would like to use my platform to spread all kinds of awareness. Um, one of the things definitely would be, um, you know, lifestyle influencing mm-hmm. and then um, spreading the word about health mm-hmm. um, because, you know, I went through a lot of like health issues, spreading the issue about, you know, girls not valuing themselves because we are in this world where you're judged for everything you say. Do you're or judged like. if you look really good. You're judged if you look bad. I, I have a lot of women who come on who talk about their plastic surgery procedures. And, and one of them was like, I haven't even had any. I just gained some weight and people think I've had my face right. down. So it's like a, it's like you're damned if you do, you're damned exactly. if you Exactly. People have like thought I was pregnant. Like I think I like, ate a hamburger. I, like, stu- yeah. yeah, I like ate a hamburger. I was like 
oh my gosh. I wore a white dress on TV once and I had one person and it was like that time of the month. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't be wearing a white dress, but I did. Yeah. And I wore it and, um, you know, there's a little bulge because I had a hamburger uh-huh. and I had somebody tweet, oh, you shouldn't be wearing that dress. You look six months pregnant. Yeah. I'm like, first of all, I've never looked six months pregnant. Ever. Ever. <laughs> and if I did, what if I was? Yeah. But it was just like, I can't. And I people can't. don't, do people don't like right, taking you know, recognize, like, even when people would talk about maybe, like, the Kardashians mm-hmm. or, like, the Obamas or whoever, group, I'm yeah. like, now I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try not to talk about them because I know how that feels. I like, know. that's extreme. Or if you're going to talk about someone, do it in a learning capacity. Right. Like, sometimes people will come to me to ask opinions on other celebrities' plastic surgery, mm-hmm. and I never do it in a way that shames that person. Right. I do it in a way that if you want to know and you came to me as a patient wanting to know, then I'll tell you in that right. way. Um, so you talked about your health as being a platform. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that the season premiere, we got to dive in. It was a mm-hmm. juicy one. What's that like watching that back? Because you've already lived it. Yeah. Um, watching it back is is kind of cool um, because I'm seeing different perspectives. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm seeing, okay, w- what the editors thought to, you know, and then I'm seeing what my parents kind of thought. And I'm just kind of watching and seeing and I'm and like you're seeing what they've said when you weren't in the room right <laughs> and I'm seeing what they said in the room and I'm like huh, huh. alright so that's how you feel alrighty <laughs> but you finished uh, you know a little bit of college mm-hmm. and you got sick while yeah. you were at school can you tell us about that um, right so my first semester of school um, I was really like I said careless um, I thought I was invincible I was which is anything. actually really common it is but I got I mean, so much like shamming for I that I went to college <laughs> I know what it was like there were people who came from really conservative households and they just went buck wild yeah. the first term and yeah. if you were to judge them for the rest of their life on that first term yeah then. so that's kind of like you went you got out and you just had a great time I had a good time I did and you know I learned a lot on the way and that learn what I learned and that growth is why I'm back here where I what am. do you think oh, it's just, I already know the answer to this question because I've been there what do you think was the reason for you just to want to Go crazy your first year out of college, first time out of home. I mean, have you seen the first and second season? Yeah, like, yeah. listen, I know it, the answer. I'm like, asking for my, my audience. Parents, it's like a bubble. It's yeah. like I was I was living in a bubble no, for the first nineteen years. And you're, you know, you were basically, um, you know, your parents were always looking after you, mm. and making sure, and it's your micromanaging, micromanaging, and now you want to experience and make mistakes. Mm-hmm. I want to yeah. grow. I want to make mistakes so that I can learn from them. Yeah, and it's know? not how many times you fall. It's how many times you get up. Exactly. And so you had a, quite an experience where you had a health scare. Mm-hmm. Um, fill us in as much as you can with how that happened. Like, what happened to your body to make you realize, oh, my God, I'm not well? Because mm-hmm. um, you're by yourself at college. Right. Um, well, I was eating things. Okay, gluten is is basically what I'm allergic to. I have something. I was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis. Um, and you know, it's, it's very common. Yeah. Very yeah, it's actually thing. good. It's a lot more common. And than I, I personally have a gluten allergy. So yeah. I so like, and I didn't know for years. Yeah. Or whatever. And um, it's like when I eat it in you know bigger capacities i'll have like a really bad stomach ache and then hell i'll start throwing up i lost like 30 40 pounds i was lethargic and this is from the gluten this is from like gluten and and probably like the other stuff i was eating too was your diet really different when you started school just like freshman year yeah yes yeah so different than it is now yeah so different and i feel so much better now that i've changed it yeah So. so you were eating differently when you went away um yeah because yeah. you you didn't realize that you were that intolerant to gluten. I didn't realize that I was, and I don't know that I really just care. 
Yeah. I, I was just reckless. Yeah. I just didn't really care. And, and now it's like, okay, I can't afford to ever feel that way again or go through that again. You were hospitalized, though. I was hospitalized multiple times. Yeah. I had bl- blood transfusions. You know, they were talking about potential surgeries. I was just like, we were blown. Mm-hmm. So... What does ulcerative colitis and having that do to you as a human being when you're finding out that that's what you have and you're at college by yourself like at that in that moment when how did that how did you handle that um i I knew I had it, mm-hmm. but it it kind of goes in stages and phases. I was just scared. Mm-hmm. I was really scared because I was like, okay, usually whenever I have a flare, it'll get a little bit better um but it just was progressively getting worse, no matter what I was doing. so yeah. it was really scary and then there were times when I, maybe a, I'd have a good week or you know a decent week, but then it was like it would just all crumble mm-hmm. away again. So it was a lot. And it was kind of the first time where you had to be responsible for your own exactly. health, too. Yeah. yeah. What do you want to do with that now? How are you going to use that as a platform? Um, I definitely want to raise awareness. And then I feel like, too, one of the hardest things for me and the reason why is because healthy food is not that accessible. It's also I expensive. Mean, and it's very expensive. Yeah. So I feel like... If I was able to go out and experience, you know, these healthier organic choices mm-hmm. and I was able to, you know, make that aware and then just really stress the importance of it because, I mean, people deserve to live long, healthy lives. A lot of people just aren't exposed to how to do it. Right it's away. also, on a, it's also you know, healthy food and the organic lifestyle to the, the majority of people is like an unattainable thing. Yeah. It's like an elitist thing. Mm-hmm. You know, why buy a $4 orange? And I'm exaggerating a little bit, although you've been to Whole Foods in New York, yeah. um, where you can buy a dollar menu off of Wendy's no, McDonald's. or whatever. So it's right. not, our society isn't conducive to healthy eating. Yeah. So um, you want to start educating people about yeah, that. Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like some when you know better, you do better sometimes. Yeah. And that's all that I kind of want to do is help people to know (laughs) and I always tell people being on a reality show if it gives you nothing it gives you a platform Mm -hmm. and if you're smart you're going to use that because Mm -hmm. like I said you don't know how long you're going to want to do it and how long you're going to be be allowed to do it yeah yeah you model well as well too um yeah like I'm not signed or anything but it's just kind of you know something that I do on the side yeah (laughs) are you going to keep up with modeling yeah I definitely I'm I'm into that I love I love glam I love fittings I love all that stuff I love being photographed so yeah it just comes naturally so I'm probably going to continue Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Talking all things beauty from the skin to the soul. This is Glam Mirror with Dr. Taba Samir. So what uh, what do you think this season how much can you tell us about what to expect? Because there's like your mom's gonna, you know, she's trying to like reel you in a little bit. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. Um, it's a it's a very transitional season. I think from episode one to the finale will be will be a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it'll be a lot, but I think it'll be good because you'll be able to understand our family dynamic a little more, and you'll understand each and every one of us mm-hmm. a little more and why we operate the way that we do. 
Is it hard filming with your family? Like, yeah. is it? Is it, yeah? Okay. Because yeah. I, I just can imagine. Like, I had my sister on a couple times, and I swear to God, after the show was done, she wanted to talk to me for the rest of my you life. Just like, she was like, "I'm done with you." <laughs> you like, choke him out. Because it's it's tough. Because you guys, everyone, all families have real emotions. Yeah. And if anyone can make you angry or happy or sad, it's your family. It's your family. Mm-hmm. And then you're putting that on TV, right. and then you got the behind the scenes. Like, no one mm-hmm. makes you do anything, but mm-hmm. things get done. Yeah. I try and I try you and you worry that it might you know. I try and stay I try and disconnect myself from yeah. like reality siren and mm-hmm. then actual siren mm-hmm. and I mean they're pretty similar but one might be a little more dramatic than the other I'm I'm I reality like or or TV which I, I think one? me I think me like uh-huh. as a person like away from reality TV I'm a pretty chill person like mm-hmm. I'm still bubbly I like to have fun but I'm not nearly as like Oh, oh my God! Attitude, attitude, temper yeah. tantrum. Well, good. But I feel like on the show, it's like a little more like insinuated that I'm just this more, more just, of a brat. Yeah, right? more of a brat. Yeah. A brat. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have any parts of your life where you're just like, oh Lord, does this really have to be on TV? I know. For I me, mean, I mean, we I'm, all know my sex yeah, life. Yeah, I know. Is I slang, wanted you to say it because I'm just slinging like, all <laughs> through the episodes. Why is it that if you? Uh, this is my opinion, right? If you are someone that is loves to sleep around and have a good time whatever but you're you're not i guess if you're a virgin mm-hmm. then people make fun of you or they make such a big story either out of way it. It, i feel like rather you're a virgin rather you're not a virgin see i think people who, t- who don't want to have sex and and make that their thing where they don't have sex till they get married are made fun of more yeah i think so yeah like, i mean honestly i'm i'm low-key happy that it came out because it's like the pressure was like off like okay like don't yeah don't expect that from me anymore that's yeah. done finito <laughs> or it could be the opposite where guys meet you and they're like yeah i'm gonna make the her be the one that changes you yeah. don't know you no. don't know no and it's i mean even now like i was talking earlier i was just like even if i was to be in a relationship again i i'm really I would be willing to hold out for a while just because, I mean, sex can complicate the relationship. Sex can definitely it offer. It doesn't can. It does. Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> it does. So I don't think it's worth, yeah. like, getting off my game because I yeah. know how I am as a person and I need to stay focused and sex would just be a distraction right now. I mean, I, I, if I could give any advice to any young woman in the world is don't let a boy throw you off your game. Right. That's don't the last let that happen. Thing. There will be many more. They are all replaceable. Don't let them throw you off your game, especially when you're young. Right. And you're trying to make things happen for you. Definitely at any point in life, but when you're trying to like make things happen for yourself, don't let a boy throw you off your game. Yeah. You know? But it's not fun to talk about. Like that's what everybody like mentions, like when they when whenever I'm sure you're interviewed about it yeah. all the time. You really like, come on, <laughs> I'm over it, it's done, forget about it. Yeah. Right? And then the drinking thing too. Like these are things that are normal when you're growing up. Very normal. And it's and it's like I read some of the comments on the Facebook mm-hmm. pages where people are like overall I feel like people are like, Oh, she'll learn, she'll get mm-hmm. it, she'll get there. And I think that yeah, of course. Like mm-hmm. who has not done that? Right. Who I know it's it's there? odd when people People are like, wow, you've changed so much. I'm like, well, it's been a year. Well, you're not so. 14 anymore. <laughs> so I'm not going to stay the same. Yeah. But see, that's the problem with growing up on TV. Yeah. That's like the problem. Like, for example, Kylie Jenner and, and mm-hmm. uh, Kendall have mm-hmm. that Kim really didn't. Like mm-hmm. they were Because she, she was already older. She was already grown. Yeah. And she didn't have to worry about these sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Where the younger girls. Um, I want to ask if seeing yourself on TV and watching yourself, and this is the thing that I see with a lot of people that are growing up on television, they try and tweak their looks. 
like with mm-hmm. pr- procedures. Mm-hmm. Do you watch yourself and think, oh, I need a little of this and no. a little of that? No. Mm-hmm. If anything, I'm just like, I mean, I think it's I'm a pretty. pressure. <laughs> I think I'm pretty. I do too. I think you're pretty too. <laughs> like, but you should think you're pretty. What is wrong with thinking you're pretty? I mean, like I've thought like, oh, maybe a boob job would be cool to match the cakes. But I right. mean, I'm pretty. But you can't wear the cute couture tops that you're yeah. going to be wearing when you model. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I would rather just kind of keep a, you know, size two, size four, whatever. I think that's fine because I think it's a good thing and you shouldn't be embarrassed to think that you're pretty and say it. Yeah, I don't really care. Like, I'm not here for you. Like, I'm not here to please you. I mean, I guess I kind of am, but no. (laughs) Where does this, like, kind of, like, you know, tough attitude come from? Because you do have it. Me? Yeah. Um, It's like either you develop it or you're just always going to be sad because people are always going to have something to say. So either you get confident and it's to me it's low key like survival of the fittest like you get with it or you're just gonna fall out I know it's really funny because people are always like you know how do you do it I'm like I just do it yeah you just do it it, yeah you you want longevity so that's what you're gonna create you create an alleyway for yourself who's your role model I mean outside of your parents I mean, I have a lot. Um, Who's one person that you wish you could emulate? Emulate like who you role, role, make yourself a role model after. Is that right? The way well, there, can I give you like a few? You can do whatever okay. you want. Okay. You're my, you're <laughs> you give me ten. Um, I I like Kiki Palmer because she's, she's multifaceted. So yeah. She does a lot. Um, Angela Simmons is another mm-hmm. one. Obviously, Beyonce. Come on. Who doesn't want to uh, be Beyonce? Right. Um, I like Rihanna too. She's got her hands in everything. Yes. Um, and then. Um, uh, I mean, there's others. So entrepreneurial women that have their stuff together. They have their stuff together. And that's, like, these that's are girl who bosses. you want to be. Yeah, absolutely. I think girls need more of that. Yeah, and less people famous for no reason. For no reason at all. And I don't even mean the Kardashians because they're yeah. they're doing stuff. I'm yeah. talking about like the Instagram girls yeah. that are just selling Instagram teas and teeth bees. whitening and stuff. <laughs> you know, like. I, the girls need that and it really makes me so happy to see that that's still out there because yeah. I see so many people like you know whining because they gotta they gotta you know I own my own businesses but if I have to take my own trash out I will right like, I'm not above that right and, you know I'll hire a girl who's like what do you mean I have to broom I'm like well if you don't broom I'm gonna broom yeah. so one of us is gonna do it exactly um, but I just don't understand that attitude because yeah you, it's work I, I don't understand it either I'm very I'm I'm willing to get my hands dirty yeah. I, I'm willing to work on projects I'm not a any, I'm not above washing dishes, cleaning toilets. Like I, I'm really not. What's the best thing about being on Bravo? Um, huh. The probably the connections and the, and the the platform it does allow you. And you uh, seem to really enjoy the fact that you can talk and educate people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I mean, I feel like there's like you said, there's a lot of people out there who don't have quality content mm-hmm. and that's just that's just the truth but if I have this platform like let me use it to influence positively like to help not mm-hmm. to hurt there's enough hurt and enough bad stuff being put out and I gotta ask what's the worst what's the worst that's that's about being on Bravo oh the worst thing about being on Bravo or on TV not I mean, Bravo specifically but reality TV I guess just having your stuff out there like for me it's Twitter yeah Twitter <laughs> Twitter's annoying but at the same time like I'm just I'm like over Twitter I'm I like, like Instagram but I Twitter, love Instagram Twitter is like come on yeah guys. it's, it's kind of you're like, gonna talk to me when you hide behind an egg I know no, and no. it's like you like I'm really like get a hobby people yeah. get a hobby yeah <laughs> I agree um, so we talked a little bit about you loving glam and makeup, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Get, what's some of your beauty tips or 
that you can kind of share with us um, camera ready well this is kind of what I shared earlier um, one of my favorite things to do when I'm not when I don't have like lashes to put on is I'll mix mascaras mm-hmm. like I'll get like a skinny brush um, with a tube actually like five dollar Walgreens mm-hmm. ones and then I'll get like a thicker brush and like I'll use one for volume and one for length and it's I love about the doing brush that. I love doing that mm-hmm. and then um Highlighters. I we, love us. We talked about the this. highlighters. I dip my face. In I highlighters. am a highlight whore. So. Do you know the day after Halloween, I actually was really depressed because I couldn't put rhinestones on my face anymore. Oh, I think you should just do it. I feel like if that's something you want to do, like let it yeah. be your thing. No, you're right, but it's also a little bizarre having <laughs> it, to glue it on a little day. bit. But like, think about all the bizarre things people do. I like know. I agree. <laughs> so, what's next for you coming down the line? You've got you know really healthy season three coming up mm-hmm. that's just started. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna see a lot with that yeah um i'm actually working on like music um a lot also still aligning myself with different brands for fashion mm-hmm. um and then uh working on a blog what kind and, of a blog is it gonna be um it's gonna be like lifestyle lifestyle yeah lifestyle what kind blogging. of topics do you like to cover um i'll be talking about health mm-hmm. we're talking about fashion um i'll probably be talking about um you know what's going on in the media and the entertainment world like stuff has been popping like the past few days yes. i'm like goodness gracious is kylie pregnant Again. Yeah. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> I would say Kylie's pregnant with her. I don't know. Did they tell Lord. Her? She probably ate a burger. I, yeah, I highly doubt it. Know. I highly doubt it. She wouldn't put that on the line. She, no. She's she's pretty smart. That would be great for Tyga. Yeah. Set for life. It would be nice for him. Yeah, but he would. already does have a baby mama yeah, by. Not with a Kardashian. Yeah. Slash Jenner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. That's like so crazy. But yeah, talking about stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, um, you know, just positive messages, things to yeah. think about throughout the day. I think it's important that you use your voice for positivity because there's so many I mean you can do whatever you want with your voice but in my opinion I think it's just there's not enough of that out there yeah and I don't mean like the the Oprah Winfrey type no that's nothing wrong with that but you know just you know you have a a different demographic Mm -hmm. than your sisters and brothers do Mm -hmm. you need to speak to those people so you talking about getting sick in college by yourself maybe Mm -hmm. someone would be listening and thinking you know what that's me right now yeah and I'll be okay yeah I just I really just want people to know that they'll be okay. Like, I always try and say, like, okay, your moment might be bad, your day might be bad, but life isn't bad, Mm -hmm. you know, and you can still customize your experience. You can turn it around, you can make it good. I always think that, like, people don't give the mind as much credibility like it's such a powerful thing you can really drive that thing you You can make a decision when you wake up in the morning to be that you're gonna have a good day yeah you can just make that decision. exactly nothing's gonna get in your way you're gonna have a good day where can people find you on social media in case they don't know so um instagram twitter and snapchat it's at sirene levette that's at c-y-r-e-n-e-l-o-v-e-t-t-e and then you can check out my website sirenelevette.com what else do you have planned when you're here in New York? Um, we're, I think we're going to go to, we're about to go to the pink dinner. So that'll Ooh. be fun. And then we're going to go to um, the Legend Damon's birthday party tonight. You got some good things planned. So it'll be fun. Yeah. It'll be a fun little little night. That'll be great. Thank you so much for being on here. You're really wonderful. I can't wait to see what happens next with everybody. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for having me. Absolutely. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.